the so-called Genro Chico was a kind of musical theater that became really, really popular in Spain in the last three decades of the 19th century, just when flamenco also became very popular. In episode 10 of the podcast Forgotten Sons of Flamenco, I will tell you how it was this perfect marriage between Genro Chico and flamenco. Don't miss it. <laughs> Sounds that once were listened. Sounds that once were enjoyed. Sounds that once were danced. Sounds relegated to oblivion. And yet, there is still something we can do for them. Let us summon them. Let us summon them. Welcome to the podcast Forgotten Sounds of Flamenco. My name is Jose Miguel Hernandez Jaramillo, and I invite you to enroll in this journey through the sounds, stories, spaces, and people that were part of the 19th century flamenco. Hello, how are you? How nice to have you here in this new episode of the podcast Forgotten Sounds of Flamenco, in which I will talk about the marriage between flamenco and the so-called género chico, a relationship in which both sides came out reinforced. On the one hand, the género chico did flamenco a lot of good. It offered diffusion and international projection as rarely has had the flamenco in its history. And on the other hand, flamenco was the soul, the engine of the género chico, which made the theaters were filled with an audience eager to hear the fashionable themes of that time, which, among others, were flamenco songs and dances. But before getting into the subject, I would like to make some notes. First, you can follow and subscribe to this podcast for free on leading platforms such as iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or iBox. The second is to briefly explain what we mean by género chico. The género chico is musical theater that was fashionable mainly in the last three decades of the 19th century and consisted of performances where sung pieces were combined with dialogue parts. It was given this generic name to differentiate it from the zarzuela of previous decades, which consisted of several acts and had a considerable duration. The works of the género chico, chico means small, are reduced in time, usually have only one ad and approximately 30 to 40 minutes. This allowed several performances the same day in the same theater, so multiplying the numbers of audience. These were called tandas. By having more audience, prices were reduced and became more affordable. It is a commercial strategy of earning less per ticket but selling many more tickets. This was of enormous importance because, in this way, it democratized access to these events to sectors of the population where it was impossible for them to attend theaters regularly. So, once the género chico was presented, the question is, what was its relationship with flamenco? Well, I already answered this question before when I told you that there was a marriage, I'd say perfect, between both disciplines. Just coincided with the beginning of this theater by Tandas, and which that flamenco became very popular, specifically in Madrid. We are talking about late 1860s and early 70s. But especially the popularity of flamenco was from the monarchical restoration in the year 1875 after a period of republic in Spain. Notice that the public of a developing middle class began to demand works with Andalusian themes, or at least that included pieces known at that time as flamenco. I have never ranked which flamenco palos were the most listened to in these género chico works. 
Still the first places, for sure, were malagueñas, veteneras, tangos, zapateados, panaderos, sevillanas or soleares. We are going to listen now a fragment of I think it's the first petenera included in a zarzuela. José Rogel included it in Los Madriles in 1877 and entitled it Pertenera. Let's listen to it. The chronicles of these performances show us the public's enthusiasm for these flamenco numbers, which usually had to be repeated many times. Sometimes they were repeated up to nine times. Nowadays, it would be unthinkable that the same musical piece would have to be sung nine times. But remember that in that time, when there was no radio or recordings, it was a totally different world that today, in the sonic dimension of the possibilities of listening to your favorite pieces. One of the most performed flamenco pieces in the works of the género chico was the zapateado. We have many zapateados that were very popular and that I am sure some of you have in mind. We are listening to one of my favorites. It is included in the zarzuela called Chispita. Zapateado is included in the zarzuela Chispita o El Barrio de las Maravillas, composed in 1901 by Torregrosa and Valverde. As you can see, the zapateado rhythm became one of the characteristic sonorities of the género chico repertoire. As you can see, each measure is composed by six beats, whose accents are in the first and fourth beats in this way. Taka, taka, taka. This is one measure. If we repeat this measure many times, taka, 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 More or less. <laughs> And what impact did the género chico have on flamenco? Well, it was very significant. Unfortunately, this is not so recognized in flamenco research, that when speaking of this time is limited only to highlight the appearance and importance of the cafés cantantes, the writings of Demófilo, and some flamenco artists such as Silverio, Juan Breva, Antonio Chacón, or Enrique El Mellizo, among others. It's difficult or impossible to find in flamenco research texts to highlight the importance of theaters for flamenco at that time. Let's listen to a fragment of a soleá in the zarzuela La Verbena de la Paloma by Tomás Breton, premiered in 1894.
The género chico not only brought flamenco closer to those who didn't know it, but also made flamenco expand on geographical regions far away from the areas that has been traditionally been considered flamenco. And I am talking not only about all corners of Spain, but also about Europe, Latin America and the States, where flamenco became one of the most famous music then. The género chico also brought a dynamism and creativity to flamenco that is only comparable to the artistic production of flamenco today. There was a continuous appearance of new variants of cantes, even new cantes, to satisfy that demand for flamenco. At that time, however, succeeded that some novelty could have a successful life for the artist. The género chico also contributed, among other factors, to the stylistic expansion of flamenco. As a result of the popularity of flamenco, new flamenco songs, dances, or guitar palos appear until in the first decade of the 20th century, the list of palos that was known today in flamenco was definitely formed. We are listening to a fragment of the zarzuela entitled Flamencomania by one of my favorite zarzuela composers, Ángel Rubio. This work includes some flamenco pieces such as these malagueñas followed by tangos. I could spend hours talking about this topic, but do not worry because in future episodes of the podcast, I will tell you more stories of flamenco in the género chico, and we will discover new forgotten sounds of flamenco, which has been written in scores. Enjoy your weekend, and I will be waiting for you here in two weeks. <laughs>